0: Listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book
1: devourer, Mallory O'Meara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, we're telling you how to bust out of that weird sadness that comes after finishing a book you really love. That's the sad sound. Sad, sad, sad sound. Um, We're also testing out book tracking bookmarks, and we're recommending Wheel of Time read-alikes. Wow, packed up. Packed episode. But first, what are you reading, Bria? I'm reading a book called The Word for Woman is Wilderness by Abby Andrews. All I need to know is the title. I'm in. The title's so good. I'm in. It's a fiction book, kind of like a fictional Into the Wild. It is about a woman who is 19, and she decides she lives in England, and she's like, I'm going to travel to Alaska. Oh, wow. And I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to hitchhike. I'm going to barter rides i'm gonna swim across the atlantic swim right across that ocean um and it and it she goes through greenland and iceland and canada i'm assuming she's heading on through and what's interesting is that it's kind of written in this very like a travel journal kind of way it's Mm -hmm. like i met this person and this is where i learned from them and it's kind of like about her growing up and learning about other cultures because she's from england she hasn't ever really gone anywhere else and it's obviously like a huge undertaking to go across yeah, Jesus. the world by yourself as a young woman and the dangers of that. But it's the best book for random facts I've ever read because she just will start talking about it. So she talks a lot about um, Thoreau and weirdly um, Ted, Kaczynski, uh, Ted Kaczynski, the unibottomer, oh, wow. a lot because those are two guys who are like, we love embracing nature and like how it's interesting to have these two guys and it's like a sign of masculinity is going out and being like I'm gonna be in the wild all by myself yeah and when a woman does it it's like weird look at this weird hermit like (laughs) uh, sexless crone and like and also like a lot of them embraced um what's the word for not having sex chastity yeah a lot of them embraced chastity in order to Um, uh, focus on their time, their being present with nature and things like that. And she's talking about, like, what it means to be a woman doing these same kind of adventures. But in that process, she tells all these wild facts that I'm like, what? And then I have to go look them up. For example, one of them is just a random story about the letters of last resort. Do you know about this? No. So I guess, and I'm going to butcher this story horribly, but basically... When a prime minister becomes prime minister in England, they go, okay, if we're blown to smithereens, you have to say what you want to happen. Do we either retaliate? It's like three or four options. Do we retaliate? Mm-hmm. Do we go all live in Australia? Or do we do nothing? Does or, Australia get uh, say in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like s- options like this. And then they put them in a submarine. And then they put them in a safe in the submarine. And then they just drive that around so no one can find it just in case they need them. That's a true story. That's a true thing
0: that exists. So there's one person out there who just is tootling around the ocean in a submarine with a bunch of letters. I mean. It must be
1: during wartime. No. That must be kind okay. of a cool job. The documents are. The I mean, she says it's in a submarine. I'm looking at it right here. Uh, oh, maybe it's not in a submarine anymore. In 1983, the procedure for Polaris submarines was to open the envelopes if there was a vapor nuclear attack. Yeah, I think it is in a submarine man anyway Boy. it's a lot of random stories like that there were also like the story of like um when uh the first men who went to the moon nixon had speeches for both ways like they didn't come back he had a speech for that wow like there's a speech somewhere of like what happens if those astronauts didn't make it back um and uh bad news folks yeah bad news uh anyway d- like she has a lot of stories about that about exploration and just i don't know how she's really good at like writing in these facts like the book meanders quite a bit if those are the things but she's like just like you know on a on a dog sled and in, in Canada mm-hmm. but she's like talking about stuff so you have to be ready for that but I really enjoyed it also now I don't know how your tracking is going with the where these books are taking place where the books are taking place it's funny you bring that up because I've seen a lot of glassers be like I read a fantasy book where I, do I put this? I have like a different category. I Like on my phone, I'm just like writing things down and I have I would, if sci-fi it, stuff and it's just like random planets.
0: I would say if a book travels to more than three places around the world, you could just be like worldwide. Or oh, tra- interesting. Or, or just or I, work, uh, uh, ca- categorize it as a travel book.
1: Okay, I'm doing the opposite because I got this little map and I've been actually going oh. through and doing the specific cities that she going oh, yeah, to. Oh, yeah, because we're going so to talk a, about this on the show. But this book, look, if you're looking to cover a whole lot of... It goes Like, she's going all sorts of places that, like, how many books are you reading that takes place in Greenland? You know, like, yeah. so it's this is a... Has been an interesting book for that me keeping on writing down like these Canadian cities, and then I go on the map and I find the little Canadian cities.
0: That's so cool. Yeah, so it's been
1: really fun. I've been really specific with it. I don't know if I'll keep being that specific. Anyway, that was a long story about this book. What What are you reading, Miller? I'm reading a book that I think you would really
0: like. It's called Hole in the Middle by Kendra Fortmeyer. It is a backlist book. I think it came out in 2018, and it's about this teenage girl, and she has a hole through her body. Oh, I like that. It's like to the right of her belly button. It's like the size of a peach, like just straight through. And she is, she's in high school, her and her best friend. She lives with her best friend because her mom is like a super fitness celebrity and travels around the world. So she got, her mom got her an apartment with her best friend. But she lives a very lonely life. Like she obviously having a hole through her has really changed. Like she has never dated anyone. She wears like really bulky clothes to cover it up. And then one day, she decides, fuck it. And she goes to a club with a crop top on. Oh, wow. And she loves it. She has, like, this amazing experience. And she's, like, about, she feels like she's about to, like, blossom. And she's an artist. She paints. And she thinks she wants to be a painter. And she's trying to figure that out. And she's, all, like, there's a lot of stuff about, like, trying to navigate. Because her mom's kind of overbearing and weird. And her mom, like, is very, doesn't want anyone to know about the hole. She calls it, like, the hole with, with, like, a capital H. Sure and she's like fuck it whatever and she's like okay maybe my life is starting to change and i'm figuring out who i am until a video of her dancing at the club goes viral oh no and it brings a lot of bad stuff and it brings a lot of good stuff and this doctor finds her and it's like hey i have this boy that you need to meet and this boy also has a physical thing that might be the cure for her uh hole if she so wants it and the whole story it's really amazing because it's like story. Eh, eh. it's like a lot about medical consent and sexual consent and like finding yourself and being yourself and like this romance. It's just so like, I literally want to go home so I can read more of Aww. it. It's like, you know, one of those books where you're just like, I want to know what's happening to this girl. Mm-hmm. And you really root for her, even though she definitely makes some bad teenage mistakes and her best friend is amazing. And her best friend is like, you know, you're beautiful and you're wonderful. And she's like, yeah, but you have a boyfriend. And I have never had a boyfriend because I. Feel weird about this, and it's just like it's so
1: it's so fucking good. I love it so much. Um, so that's Hole in the Middle by Kendra Fortmeyer, and Mine is the word for woman is Wilderness by Abby Andrews. So we want to take a moment to share some listener
0: feedback. Eliza wrote in to say, "I sent the reading tracker that you reviewed oh, this week." Oh, thanks, Eliza. Eliza, thank
1: you so much. It's very nice of you. We just we didn't
0: know that we. Well, had... sometimes they we we've
1: been having problems with our wish list where sometimes it doesn't send. I think we figured it out, though. I think now, yes. from now on, if you send something on the wish list, we will get a little thing. If you write your name, you don't have to tell us. Sometimes people you don't. Sometimes wanna tell, people don't, but you can write a little note and then just put your name in that note. Otherwise, it does not tell us who it's from if you don't put a note. Like we, it doesn't say anything. Yes. So just let let us know. But thank you so much, Eliza. Thank you for writing us. Uh, And Eliza says, like Mallory, I also tend to jump ahead sometimes when I really want to know what's going
0: to happen next. Maybe I'll check this out for myself next time I'm reading something especially exciting. Thanks for the podcast. I've been listening since the start and I listen to every episode as soon as it comes out. Thank uh, you, Eliza. Eliza. And I will say, Eliza, I have tested the the reading tracker out for this when you're like, oh, God, I want to know what happens next instead of using my hand. And it works. It's good. I like it.
1: That's good. Uh, Jocelyn wrote in and said, hi, not sure if it was Brie or Mallory who recently talked about slugging on the podcast. Oh yeah, we need a slug update. It was me. Slug, uh, slug date. Slug date. Sl- a slug date. Uh, but just a couple of days after I listened, Medscape happened to report on it and gives it a thumbs up mostly. If you don't have a Medscape membership, I don't, I don't even know what that is. I pasted the body, the article into the body of the email below. Thought you might be interested. Anyway, thank you for the podcast. I'm a big fan. Oh, we got, so that's very nice. You get a thumbs up. Someone also- a slimy thumbs up. Someone also sent me, because um, I talk about my dry skin and I appreciate this feedback. Someone sent me a face wash. They sent it to the email and they sent a face wash. You forwarded it to oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. From Lush. This brand Lush. You know Yeah, Lush. I love Lush. Um, I actually like- I hadn't thought about Lush in a long time and I went and bought it. It, it, it was real big like yeah, at the big, early 2000s. Yeah, the early aughts. It was like, because it would be in like every like mall cool, and cool locations. Yeah. Like it was like, in, like there was some airports. Anyway, um, but it's this, it's this, um, let's see. Oh, here, I'll just tell you, the, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Um, it, it is a face wash that has beeswax in it so it stays on your face. Whoa. <laughs> so you don't actually even wash it off. You just are supposed to kind of wipe it off, and then it leaves a layer on your face. It's called Ultra Bland. I've been huh. using it. I'm a big fan. Really? It's pretty good so far. Yeah, it leaves like a layer of like, I mean, it almost feels like Vaseline on your face. I think it's beeswax. Wow. Um, so if you were looking are for something- Are you feeling moisturized? I am. Well, not that moisturized because it's really, really dry here. But I, I have liked it. And do I'm, you use squalene? Squalene? I've tried everything. Mm-hmm. I have used some. I've used it. Didn't do it? No. No, no. I need like a, like Crisco. (laughs) (laughs) Buttered up like a Thanksgiving
0: turkey. That's what I would like.
1: Uh, But this is helping. Yes, it's been helping. And I'm glad that Medscape gave us a good review on the slugging. Thumbs up to slugging. Yeah uh leanna wrote in to say hi mallory and
0: bria i know you guys get this glasser feedback all the time but i'm so glad i found your podcast because it got me out of a years-long reader slump that i was in during pharmacy school slash residency your podcast helped me remember everything i loved about reading and i've been able to go from reading one to two books per year usually comfort rereads to reading over 30 books since may of 2022 also we get this feedback all the time and we fucking love it yeah it's really this is my favorite feedback we get it means like i'm like Oh yeah, because sometimes we're like, no, well, we're pod, we just do a podcast, and then mm-hmm. sometimes we're like, we are helping people, and yeah. that really means a lot to us. So thank you to everyone who writes in, and like, this means as much to us as it does to you. Uh, and Leanna says, I love the concept of a reader wheelhouse and I have a little note on my phone. I've been updating with all the things I love as I think of them. So far, I know my wheelhouse includes queer romance slash characters, books that you think are one genre but then turn out to be something else entirely, tropes version, found family, close sibling relations, nonfiction about science, especially biology, medical, and historical fiction about women in male-dominated fields, bonus points for women in medicine with accurate medical history slash information. Cool. This is a really cool wheelhouse. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to starting the new year with the 2023 reading glasses challenge and some of my own personal goals to help expand my reading life. And I know I'll be listening to your podcast along the way. Thanks for all you do and your wonderful podcast. Man, that's so fucking nice. Yeah. I love that. It really means a lot to us to hear stuff like this. We work really hard on the show and to find out that is actually having an impact on people's lives really means a lot to me. Man, I feel like we need to fight grad school. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's not all bad though. No, I know. But it feels like we are post-grad school. Like as soon as you graduate, they should be like, all right, here's your diploma. And here is a podcast that you should listen to (laughs) called Reading Glasses. (laughs) Uh, so you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show, delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. And Oh my God, I have a really big bookmark that I forgot to say in our last episode. I will be on the Joko cruise this year.
1: Oh, that's right. You're doing that.
0: Yes. So I'm going to be a guest on the Joko cruise. And if you don't know what the Joko cruise is, it is Jonathan Colton's cruise that he does every year. And, uh, they invite podcasters and musicians and artists and, authors like me uh, to come and it's like a week-long cruise from Fort Lauderdale down to the Caribbean islands and there's like panels and events and concerts and all kinds of fun stuff and I'm gonna be there and John Scalzi is gonna be there You're and fun. Nettie Okorafor is gonna be there very cool and some other max fun people uh like the uh, hosts of Sawbones uh Travis and Sydney McElroy uh it's gonna be a fucking blast and I'm really excited about it I'll be there with my best friend Lauren um, first cruise First, I've never been on a cruise. Wow. And I'll tell you right now, I'm really glad I'm going with Warren because I'm really afraid of cruises and I'm afraid of the ocean. But I feel like if there's anything that would distract me from uh, my deep fear and respect of the ocean, it is uh, a bunch of people in like unicorn onesies and yeah, books so and like doing fun things on a cruise. So if you are going to the Joko cruise, let me know mm-hmm. because I'm really excited about it. And if you've never been, I would... Uh, if you're interested, you like cruises, maybe you've never been on a cruise or you love them and you are looking for a cool one to go on, this is a great one. Just go to JoCo. I think it's just JoCoCruise.com. I'll put a link in the show notes, but yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing a bunch of stuff. I'm really excited about it. Um, so before we talk about post book grief, uh, we're going to take a quick break.
1: Reading Glasses is sponsored in part by Trade Coffee this week. Would you say you're a coffee drinker or a coffee lover? I know in our household, we love coffee. And Mallory really loves coffee. She'll tell you about the coffee from trade all day. And will you get your trade coffee from trade? There's only one answer, and that's loving coffee, okay? Upgrade your coffee and become a coffee lover with trade coffee, In case you don't know what Trade Coffee is, it is a coffee subscription service that makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. That's right. You don't have to go out to the little boutique, small coffee place that's charging you an arm and a leg for a coffee. No, you make it at home, in your pajamas, where you're comfortable. You put it in a nice, reusable cup. And guess what? You get to try all kinds of different kinds of coffee. So trade partners with the nation's top rated independent roasters to give you the best quality coffee you can get, all handpicked from their coffee experts. They'll send it fresh to your home and on your preferred schedule. Look, y'all, we're all busy. We don't have time to go and buy coffee every day or go to the store once a week and buy coffee and figure out what's best. Let the people who are the experts do the picking for you. They're going to figure out the coffee that you like. You can try all different kinds that, with different flavor notes, and all of it is going to be fresh and delivered right to your doorstep. You don't have to leave the house. You can sit there and just keep on reading your book, which is what we all really want to be doing. So have a better year by upgrading your morning routine with better coffee. Right now, trade is offering our listeners a free bag of coffee with any subscription at drinktrade.com/glasses. That's drinktrade.com/glasses for a free bag of coffee with any subscription purchase. drinktrade.com/glasses. Glasses. They can be anywhere, at your office, in your car, and they are wrong.
0: My mom says that the gray house didn't exist, but she's
1: wrong. He just doesn't wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important. Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, (laughs) but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. (laughs) They call me Judge John Hodgman. Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone
0: in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org JJHO. This week, we're solving a very weird but common reading problem. You finish reading a book or maybe a whole series that you really love and you get sad. You miss the characters. You miss being in that world. You wish you had a thousand more pages to read. What do you do? How do you get past it? We are here to help. We got the idea for this episode from
1: Scout who wrote in to say, Hey, Brian Mallory, I started listening to Reading Glasses shortly after becoming a Max MaxFun donor. Even though I was initially trying to get more from my membership, I'm so glad I started listening. I've been able to get back into reading consistently for the first time since middle school. I have lots to say in general about your podcast because that, I love it. Uh, but right now, I need help. I just finished a book Bria recommended episode 260, You Made a Fool Out of Death with Your Beauty, Made a Fool Out of Me with My Emotions. Oh my God. <laughs> I've always had various issues finishing books, but I thought I had mostly gotten over them until this book. My question is, how do you deal with post-book grief? Until recently, I would often put books down most of the way through with fear of an ending, literally ending in any ending. I hate them all, even if I love them, and let them sit for months before I miss the characters uh, and return to the story. I've managed to mostly sidestep this by reading multiple books at once, reading books checked out from the library, uh, re-superficially Uh, imposed deadlines, and talking about the books, book to keep it fresh in my mind. However, I am still struggling with being cut off from stories and characters I've come to love, especially when I feel there is more story to be had. This might fall into the weird reader behavior category but I'm wondering if you have any advice. First off, I want
0: to say this whole
1: podcast falls under weird reader behavior. Yeah, you
0: know what? That's like our that
1: is our lifeblood. When life we first led. started, we were like, there can't be that many of these, and now we just know everything is weird reader behavior. We
0: all have weird quirks, and there's so many things that you feel like are strange and specific to you that are actually universal to, yeah. or mostly universal for a lot of readers. Yeah, yeah. There's someone. Listen, you've got one quirk; someone else has it too. Oh yeah. Uh, so, Briette, does this happen to you? To get you get post book grief?
1: I. Do, I do. I do. I uh If it's a book I love, I would want to read more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, or if I know it's going to be hard to find another book on that level. Like, it's like, I loved this book. and It was all yeah. these things I loved. And I wish I could read another book on that level. Because there's only so many books that are a good match. And so that is sad for sure. Because um, I'm always searching for my next match. But I will say, I'm always excited to read something new. Like, I have shiny stuff. So shiny object syndrome you know i don't know what you call it uh but raccoon so syndrome is that what it is no i just i, I know raccoons like shiny they objects, do so. uh uh so I'm i little mean book raccoon i'm a little book raccoon so i am like always wanting to read something new so that helps what about you i feel like this is more of a you thing
0: oh yeah i this
1: it didn't doesn't happen to me as
0: much as it used to but it definitely happens to me uh, a good recent example is unlikely animals Ugh. by annie harnett which is one of our uh shared favorite books from last year i loved it so much that i didn't want it to end and i yeah. just wanted to know more about what everyone was doing with their lives yeah. afterwards like i wish you'd get updates. you were one about of those the dead car- people
1: in the cemetery yeah. who was like just watching what was happening oh yeah a hundred percent like you know, have you ever seen that movie american graffiti yeah it's been a long time though.
0: but you know like at the end it's like oh, all right sure. here's what happened to all the characters yeah, later yeah, in yeah, life. Yeah, like yeah. i want that i just want to know what like what they're doing now you know yeah. Um, all right. So here's some. We're gonna talk about some tips to get past it, Bria.
1: What do? You, how do you get past this post book grief? I'm, well, first I usually try to switch it up. Um, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna find another book like Every Heart a Doorway no. until the next one comes out in the series. Thank God. Read Sean McQuarre is. Uh, <laughs>
0: she won't keep you waiting for long.
1: Yeah. Um. I, I go. I read a book in some other category I haven't been reading. So a comic book, a memoir, something that I. I'm. Not just, so I'm not just thinking about that same world. I think that's a great Cause, tip. Because I also, I get confused sometimes. If I try to find something too yeah. similar, and then I'm like, which book is this so again? Because I really, what I wanted was that last book. Or but, it's just a pale imitation. You're like, yeah, this is also a book about whatever. It's going to feel like a pale imitation. Yeah. Because there is no other Every Heart is Doorway. You know, so yes. you have, so I, I'm i just going to use that as an example. There's no other uh, You Made a Fool out of Death with Your Beauty. I actually think that's a very unique book. Um, and I think it would be quite hard to find a book similar so my suggestion is to go read something that's sort of the opposite of that book. Lead, read something a little lighter, less heavy, yeah. you know, on the romance, less heavy on the the literary fiction of it all. Because honestly, I think that
0: that's what kicks off this a lot is finding a book that is very unique. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I want more of this. But you can't.
1: Yeah. Because it's that book is,
0: book is just as
1: it is. They're just little... Special little butterflies. You know? <laughs> Every butterfly is different. That's not right. Snowflakes. snowflakes. I mean snowflakes. I'm. You know what? I think butterflies would be really offended. <laughs> <if> we,
0: <laughs> some butterflies listening to this be like, we are all unique. We're so unique. Like, <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> what is your first? What is your tip? Um, so I do think you need to give yourself a little bit of time to lean into it. And I do this. Like I let myself marinate in the book a little bit more. Like if I finish a book and like I'll let and I'm like feeling like this that night. I will immediately get online and I'll read some essays about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's a good thing. Ring a little bit more out of it. Uh, I'll read some positive reviews about it so I can see how other people connected to it. Uh, I will check out the author's website or social media to see if they posted anything about the process of making it. It's like when you watch a movie and you want to see some behind the scenes stuff, you know, I just want, I just let myself lean in and, but not for very long. usually just like the night that I read it or it's like, I do the same thing with movies. Yeah. Uh, And I just want to read a little bit how it was made, you know, what people thought of it. I just want to like keep my brain in
1: that world for a little bit. And that can, that can help. Yeah. It feels like you're just getting a little extra.
0: Yeah. What else is a good idea to, to do? I, I mean,
1: on that same thing, I think, yeah, definitely reading an interview with the author, but also supporting that author will make you feel good. Feel good, And if you love someone, give them more time. Go buy another one of their books. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might just not be the story that's drawing you in, depending on your reading doorway. Um, it might be the writing style, the type of stories this person tells, the characters that they like to create. So... With something like You Made a Fool Out of Death with Your Beauty, that author has like a whole back catalog of very cool books. Yeah, they have a bunch of books out. Yeah, everything from middle grade to literary fiction, and they all have the same voice, I will say. I mean, I think that this most recent, the one you read is particularly more literary fiction and more adult, obviously, because a lot of them are middle grade books or or the ones I've read have been. But um, I think the writing style is the same. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So if you are drawn in by writing style, it could be helpful to try to read more Aquaque MSE books. So my final thing here, some hard truths that I'm going to drop that is
0: just as hard for me to swallow as it is for you. Wow. Uh, Ready for it. Uh, once I let myself marinate in the book a little while, I snapped myself out of it by reminding myself that no matter what, I wouldn't actually want more of that book.
1: Oh, Interesting. <laughs>
0: a lot of the things we love, we love because there's only a limited amount of them. Yeah. You know, and it's very rare for there to be a reboot or an extension of something that's actually as good as the original. Yeah. Like think of how many reboots there are out in the world and they're like, Sex and the City got a reboot. So many, some books got reboot and like, they're just not what you want. Yeah. Their author, you know, you know, that maybe I spent 20 years and the author is doing something different. Maybe uh, it's just different people making it or like whatever it is. Nothing that comes out the next no more book or sequel or whatever it is is ever going to be as good as what's in your brain, mm-hmm. and it's really hard for me to accept that. This like I'm trying to think of sequels or reboots or or extensions that were as good. um Maybe Twin Peaks. Sure, but even I mean, that has some problems. Some that are that
1: are quite good, but book wise, I think it becomes more like oh, the author writes another book in this universe. And a lot of times I'm like, no, I wanted the first book in the universe. Yeah.
0: And like a great one, a great example for me is uh lonesome dove. I love lonesome dove. It is a, n- nothing. There's nothing in lonesome dove. That is my wheelhouse. It makes no sense that I love this book, but it is absolutely, I just, I fucking love it. And I've never, never read the sequels to it because I know it's never going to be quite as per There's three sequels to lonesome dove, I think. And I've read a bunch of other Larry McMurtry. I love Larry McMurtry. Um, but I'll, I know that, the sequels will never be quite as perfect as I want them to be. Yeah. And I know other readers, other lonesome dove lovers, lo- other lonesome doves mm-hmm. that love this and have done the same thing where they just were like, that's perfect. I'm not going to read anything more. Um, And a flip, ex- uh, reverse example is, so when I was in middle school, I was obsessed with The Legend of Drist books. Oh. And there is like 30 fucking books in that series. And I made it only about 22 books in because I just didn't care that much anymore. Well, even a
1: more- is... It's a, a lot. lot of books. It's but a even books. immortal
0: beings can have so many adventures. Yeah, You know, after a while you're like, okay, he's going to, yeah. this guy's going to fall in another hole full of trolls or something. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, you don't actually want more. You just love it so much. And you, uh, and, and, you know, maybe that's the thing you just want. It's like a song that you really like, and you just want to listen to it over and over until you hate it. So you do cause it's so hard to deal with how much you love it. But I have to remind myself, I'm like, you know what? Let this just be what it is. This mm-hmm. perfect book. And Just love it the way that it is and be, you know, of course I'm, I I wish I want more, but I don't actually.
1: Wow. Hard truth, Mallory.
0: Mallory's really, you know, she's really telling you some truths, laying down. I'm sitting, you can't see me, but I am, I've pulled up a chair and I'm sitting in it backwards in front of you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And I'm telling it like it is. (laughs) But it's true. Your Your hat is backwards and I don't know why. Oh oh God.
0: Think, like, think about it. There's nothing, I mean, it's what, I'm I'm not talking about series, like, but th- there's never going to be just something that is perfect yeah, as you want it. You're
1: right. I'm like, unlikely animal, animals, we'll bring it back to that one. Um, I was crying at the end of that book. And yeah, I really didn't want actually more of it. I feel like it was actually, the length was perfection. Like I the will book say, was perfection.
0: maybe we don't want more of it. I, I like a flyer
1: that is just like,
0: <laughs> here's what the characters did. I don't need to read a whole book about it. I just want a quick update at the end. But I, but again, that's part of what reading is, is what you bring to the book and what you bring to your fantasy of what more of that book would be like is never going to be as good as what could exist in the real world. That's true. All right. I'm turning my my chair back around, taking my hat off. (laughs) You can send your thoughts to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Before we test out some book tech, we're going to take a quick break.
1: Reading Glasses is sponsored in part this week by Dipsy. Okay. Finish this sentence in your mind. I deserve a sex life that is what? What comes to mind? Don't be afraid, just say it. Say what it is, because whatever it is, I guess what, I bet you deserve it. And Dipsy can help you get there in new and sexy ways. Did you finish the sentence yet? Well, you can keep thinking about it. I'm gonna ask you again at the end, okay? Because Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second-chance romances, adventure vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. It's radically inclusive. Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice-acted by people of color. We really like that. We love Dipsy. We love that it's inclusive. We love that it gives you a chance to feel sexy, do something sexy. And did you figure it out yet? What do you deserve in your sex life? Maybe you just deserve something new, something cool, something that is going to make things hotter, you know? So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash glasses. That's 30 days free. You can try it, see how you like it, improve that sex life. Just 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash glasses. DipsyStories.com Slash Glasses Glasses
0: Hi, I'm Ketchup
1: And I'm Socks
0: And I'm Ball Bearings And I'm Pigeons And I'm Water Towers.
1: And I'm Cardboard.
0: Surprise! We're actually humans. Humans making a podcast about those kinds of topics. Because those are real episode topics on the podcast, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. That's a podcast where we take ordinary-seeming things like ketchup and socks and cardboard and bring you the little-known history and science and stories that make those things secretly incredibly fascinating.
1: Secretly Incredibly Fascinating! The
0: title of the podcast, hear the back- catalog anytime and hear new amazing episodes every monday at maximumfun.org time to test out some book tech advances in bookish technology this week's book tech was sent to me by my friend christina Hi, Christina. So nice. I love you. Uh, and I thought it was so cool that I wanted to talk about it on the show. Um, So these, this book deck is, they are lined bookmarks. They're from this company called Levenger. Uh, and they're, they're regular bookmark size. They're like two inches wide and like six inches long. And one side is all blank lines. And on the other side is a grid. They also make bookmarks that are lined on one side. And on the other side is like a little form that's like rating one through ten. Basically a little mini book review Mm -hmm. and it's like 10 bucks for a pack of 100 i know so many (laughs) it's so great um so what did you think of these
1: well first of all these are from the same company that make my daily journal oh my god that's cool levenger wow Uh, wow shout out to levenger expertly made it's a really sturdy journal considering it has to last five years and you use it every day so it's like my one where i write like a line Mm -hmm. a couple lines every day about what happened um I think I think it's a very good sturdy journal. And um I think these are great as well. If you keep notes, basic notes. No big notes. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of room. You can't take a lot of notes. But if there's something you want to take a note on, or you just want a piece of paper to write down, down what you need to buy at the store, so you won't keep thinking about it, which is something I need. I like to write things down so I don't mm-hmm. have to think about them ever again. This is perfect for you. I like you writing something down and then throwing it, you. <laughs> balling it up, and like, what do I need to buy at the store? Balling it up and throwing it right into the fire. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I think they're perfect, and also you get so many of them. Yes. That's like the real a hundred. I hate to judge things on quantity instead of quality, but they all. These are also high quality. I think they're high quality, but they are high quantity, which is really quite nice. I had this realization. I was like, I'm just going to leave these kind of like all over my house. Like a little sec here, a little sec there, because I'm (laughs) like a a flower girl in a way. Like I just like, no, I just always need a bookmark and I don't think about it. And then I'm like, what what can I put in here? And I'm like grabbing, you know, random shit and like cat hairs. Yeah. Just (laughs) like, I guess I'll just put this in here and having these around the house, you know, it's like people who have a lot of like reading glasses, a lot of readers, they just leave them all around the house. Mm This would be perfect for that because there's so many of them. I do Uh, that with lip balm. Oh, yeah. I do know you do that with lip balm. Um, It's like the Easter Bunny came to my house, but only left lip balm. My boyfriend hates it I do it with chocolate. Uh, (laughs) Like, I can find a chocolate bar in most places um, that are not accessible to the dog. Um, I'm going to give them a five out of five. What did you think? I think it's a great. Uh, So what I like is
0: there are so many uses for them. Um, Like, the blank one, you can write down a quote that you like, maybe your favorite quote in the book, you can write a little short review. You can do a little, I know some people do it, a little drawing of the, um the cover uh you can do you know a little reading. you could write down the locations that it takes place if you're participating in the uh, reading glasses or challenge. you can write down where you got it from like yeah. there's so many uses these bookmarks are perfect and if it's a book club book you can write down questions you want to keep in mind as you read or questions that you want to have for your book club you can write down the date you need to read the book by mm. date it's due back at the library uh it would also be fun to let someone borrow your book or, like, gift them a book and fill one of them out with the things you love about the book oh, and, like, stick cute. it in there. Yeah, 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 You could keep them in the book or save them all together in, like, a folder or a binder. Um, they could be a little bigger, I think, but I think that's because I write, like, a child with a crayon. It, My handwriting is huge. All the things
1: Mallory's saying, you could write on them, but they are... There's not that much to be. Brief. I also write very I write like a fifth grade girl. Yeah. Like curly cues. I may as well put hearts over my eyes. I, I write horribly. I feel
0: like there's a generation of people who went to school in the nineties where you just learned that specific way of writing yes. that's just
1: fucking huge. Yeah. Why yeah, and now very don't round have to write anymore, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very round. My writing is very round. Yeah. Um
0: but uh, Uh, But then, you know, if they were bigger, they wouldn't make good bookmarks. So I think that the size is actually good. I just have giant handwriting. Um, I do want to say you definitely want to use a fine tip pen with these. Mm. Um, But honestly, five out of five pages for me, too. I think if you are someone who likes to do anything, any of the things that we were talking about, um, these are just awesome. And for ten dollars, getting a hundred of them, like you can't go wrong here. Um, So thank you, Christina. Thanks, Christina, for getting us these. And yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. Definitely check these out. These are really cool. Uh, if you have ideas for book tech for us to test out, you can email them to us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. And you can check the show notes for a link to our wish list. We put all kinds of very interesting stuff on there all the time in a in a wide range of prices. Um, I'll, we're we're constantly and also people sometimes email us and ask us to put stuff on the list so they can get it for us. And we really appreciate that. And you can do that as well. Now let's answer a recommendation request from one of our listeners. Alana wrote in, Hi, Bria and Mallory. I just finished the Wheel of Time series and am in such a reading slump because nothing can compare. I ended up just reading the entire thing a second time, but now I'm in the same situation. My wheelhouse is epic fantasy, complex magic systems, reluctant heroes, twisting prophecies, and righteously angry female protagonists. I love a little romance as long as it's background, not central plot. Any recommendations from Alana? Named after Alana Mosfani from the Wheel of Time series. Bria, What should Alana read?
1: Alana, I'm gonna give you another series that, of course, maybe needs to be retired on this show. Yes. Okay, because, but it fulfills all the things you have here, okay? I thought that you might recommend it. Yeah, it's the Broken Earth trilogy by N.K. Jemison because it's got twisting prophecies, a complicated magic system that relies on the earth and some great heroines in there, just really interesting character work. I think, I think I'm gonna say nothing can compare to the book. Series you were named after, or you took the name of. Yeah. Maybe you were named after. We don't know. Like that's we wild. Are, yes. If you were named after your favorite book either series. way, actually, nothing's going to compare because nope. either your parents loved it so much and they named you we after this, start... or you took this name. Is that Sinead O'Connor? Mm, nothing compares to. Yes. It. With the two instead of yes. Oh, and a U like a U. Yes. Uh huh. Um. So I, just I don't. know. I nothing's... wish I could play that on the slide. Whistle. Nothing's going to. <laughs> Can we, you think you can play things on a slide whistle? So? <laughs> you they professional slide whistle okay. players that they are, are like, how- I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Take that show on the road. <laughs> the worst show of all time. She, Mallory, and then she, she does that on a leaves. bare stage with nothing but a slide whistle. <laughs> good good god all right nothing (laughs) compares to the to the wheel of time not just because of the name's reasons but also it just sounds like you were just in this situation where you just Mm -hmm. love this book but um i think you could find another author who has a lot of work as well yeah in case could be one because in case has a bunch of books she Um, sure does and all and but this trilogy in particular i think is gonna it's gonna be different it's more apocalyptic it's a little less fantasy. Um, but I think this could scratch some of those itches yeah. and could open up some doors to some additional fantasy worlds and um speculative fiction that could interest you. Um, what do you have for Alana?
0: Well, I do wanna say I definitely put this request in this particular episode for a reason. Because uh, this is a thing a lot of people deal with. Um, it can be really hard to break out of a book groove like this. Uh, so I actually have two break recommendations. Out of
1: the book groove groove. <laughs> <laughs>
0: me and Bria dancing through a library <laughs> um uh so one thing i i actually think Alana should read something short and easy to break out cuz Alana's just got to break out of the wheel of time <laughs> She's going to i i pictured Alana with like a, a giant
1: hammer just smashing the wheel yeah yeah, yeah she's
0: got to get out of this so i'm going to recommend a short fantasy novella series by Fran Wilde uh um, it's called the first book is called The Jewel in Her Lapidary and it you've got epic fantasy world building complex magic that is based on jewels and a reluctant female hero, so it ticks a lot of Alana's boxes. And then I, for once, once Alana has broken free, eighties montage style from the Wheel of Time series. My recommendation is that big glasser favorite, The Priory of the Orange Tree, oh, okay. by Samantha Shannon. Um, I Read it. I I know everyone. It is it, a though. honker. Yeah. Um, and I actually think that will be good for Alana, hmm. um, because I think Alana is ready for another world to like marinate in for a while uh this one also has tons of great epic fantasy world building lady heroes cool magic system and a little bit of romance and fucking dragons so this i think it will hit a lot of the same buttons that wheel of time does hmm. i think um and alana cl- please keep us posted as one i hope these things help you and two i want to see if what if something does help you what 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 was it yes and i um want to bring up so um on the subject of books that we have to retire from the show so very soon reading glasses is going to have its 300th episode oh my goodness and i know are we going to talk about retired books when i think we're going to do a best of the show episode where we we talk about our favorite things from the show and the things that we've taken from the show that we still use that we recommend oh like tech and stuff yes okay and uh, i think we should do a segment on our on retired books oh that's great And so I would love listeners to tell us, what is your favorite book that we've retired?
1: Yeah. I always say I've retired something and then I bring it back. But like, we'll have to figure out the ones we have retired. Some I really have retired. Like, it is physically painful for me to not recommend Priest Priest Daddy Daddy, basically on every show.
0: But I've done it. I haven't talked about Priest Daddy in literally years. But I'm gonna on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Mallory's just doing this episode so she She can can talk talk about about Priest Priest Daddy. Daddy. Um, So yeah, I, uh, I would love to know folks, if you want to tell us your favorite retired books, um, favorite tech, favorite tips you've gotten, like maybe there's something we talked about on the show that really changed your life or really, um, uh, you know, you, you use every day or has really meant a lot to you. Let us know. So we're going to do, it's in, I think it's going to be in March. So about a month and a half. So yeah, you have a month and a half to email us, uh, your, your best of reading glasses favorites and alana let us know what helps you here uh, and if you want us to solve your reader problem or answer your recommendation request you can send it to reading at gmail.com as always we want to thank the wonderful mods who run our facebook group and uh chrissy and maybe rachel we haven't heard back yet about our goodreads page but chrissy we know you're still doing it and we thank you um and if you want to buy cool merch that says hilarious reading glasses stuff on it like book slut you can buy it at our void merch store there's a link in the show notes all kinds of fun stuff and all kinds of fun colors and sizes and different types of fabric and if you like the show and you're like man mallory and bria have i've almost done 300 episodes of reading glasses wow wow wow. hold on hold on (laughs) (laughs) so many episodes of reading glasses you want to do something nice for us our favorite thing that you can do for us is please well, besides signing up at Maximum to be our Maximum Fund members, the second favorite thing you can do is give us a nice rating and review on the i on the podcast listening app of your choice. We're trying to get to fifteen hundred um, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. So if you have Apple Podcasts and you have your phone with you, because why wouldn't you have your phone with you? We all have our phones with us. What at are all you times. to this on an old timey transistor? <laughs> like what is? It? They're cranking it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please uh, take. 30 seconds and go into the apple podcast app open up reading glasses and give us a rating and a review it would really mean a lot to us it is truly it's not just good for our hearts it is good for the show and helps us get more listeners you can email us at reading glasses at gmail.com find us on twitter at reading g podcast on instagram at reading glasses podcast thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for, for reading me.